This is Emma and Logan, and welcome to another episode of Empowered by Choice. And today I thought we'd open with one of my favorite questions that Logan has come up with and has started asking me recently. So instead of saying, hi, how are you going? How's your day? What she has started asking me when we have conversations is, hi, Emma, what sort of day are you choosing to have today? So Logan, what sort of day are you choosing to have today? Thanks for asking. I am choosing every day as I choose as, as much as I can remember and remind myself to choose love. So I, I do everything I can in the morning right when I wake up to try and remember to choose love and to feel that love in my body you know, in every action, in every moment, because I'm very aware that I know we talk about this like all the time is that these moments are so precious and it goes by so fast. And I think that, I, you know, I have two like little living reminders that run around my house every single day. It's like they grow overnight. So I just am really conscious that I try and choose to love because I feel that love just makes everything like feel nice and feel good and that's how I want to remember my life I want to get to the end and be like I feel really good about how I chose and how I showed up in my life and how people will remember me so that's why I I try to make you know a conscious choice every moment I can to choose more love I feel like I made some like awkward choices on the way here I almost had like a little road rage incident <laughs> with somebody shouting at me for going too fast I was not I was not speed it was her perception anyway um but what I felt was um obviously I felt like this sensation of like anger and rage in my heart and um I managed to to stop and like feel it as a sensation I'm like oh here we are the sensation of road rage here it is it's quite like fiery up in my chest um and then just by feeling the sensation rather than continuing with my story about this woman it helped it dissipate but then what I noticed as I was driving on further um, was I started to think about it again like oh if I, I should have said this or I could have said this and defended myself and tried to get her to see my side because I had a valid reason for my actions uh, as I'm sure she had a valid reason for her actions as well and what I realized was I was doing that Thing. I'll tell you the story in a second of like the Buddhist monk carrying the woman. And I was literally still bringing that woman with me like 20 minutes into my drive. She was still there. And I'm like, no, wait, let's make a choice to leave her back <laughs> near my house. So there's a story of these two monks who are out walking one day. And they come to a river and there's a woman by the river. And for whatever reason, she can't cross the river. And so one of the monks offers to carry her across. So he lifts up the woman, he takes her across the river, places her down, and the two monks continue on their way. And a few hours later, the second monk says to the one that carried the woman, 
I can't believe you did that. Our teacher has told us not to make eye contact with women or talk to women and definitely not touch women. You can't do that. And the first monk replies, well, I, I put the woman down back at the river. Why are you still carrying her? And for me, as I was driving this morning, realizing that I was still carrying someone else in my car, <laughs> there had to be a really active choice in that moment to, to stop and choose something different. And we spoke about this in our last episode as well. I'm really trying to do that a little bit more. Again, stepping out of the Einstein quote of doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result equals insanity. Uh, so I'm really just trying to choose something different. So when things are not going the way I would like them to, or I'm experiencing familiar patterns of emotion, I'm trying to choose something different in my actions or in my emotional state. But yeah, it really comes back to choosing what kind of day am I choosing to have? So what do you think, yeah, that means like to choose? Yeah, I was just about to say, like, let's get really practical because like, it's all nice and fluffy to say, oh, I'm going to choose something different. That's really great. But like, that's more challenging. In so hard. <laughs> you know, and I, but the thing is, the thing that's great is that we are having a human experience, right? We're spiritual beings having a human experience and all of these feelings, the road rage, the love, you know, the polarities of life, the good, the bad, the light, the dark, it's all part of that human experience. So I think that, you know, we can make a choice in any moment, but I think it's also really great just to take a, to take a moment to also remind ourselves that like all of this is perfect. You know, like we can make a choice, but if we forget and all of a sudden we experience the road rage or we forget and all of a sudden I'm short with my kids or I don't have patience for them and I don't feel the love in that moment, just to have some compassion for that as well. Because I think like, yes, making the choice is so important, but also having compassion for forgetting sometimes is also really important because we're not perfect. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I guess, yeah, it's that reminder, isn't it? That being human is all of these things. We don't just get to pick and choose the happy unicorn bunny moments. We, we get to experience all these different aspects of being human. And some of them we try to avoid. I, we're trying to both use the word I instead of we. First person. <laughs> first person. First person. I sometimes try to avoid things when I'm feeling uncomfortable or stressed. You know, I'll have a glass of wine or I'll aimlessly scroll my phone. Um, so I'm trying to be more aware of those habitual reactions and choose something different. Well, I would normally scroll Facebook right now. So I'm just going to choose something different. It doesn't matter what it is. I think that's the great thing about choosing yeah. something different. It can literally be anything as long as it's different. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually like, if I get like really down to like the literal actions and how I remind myself or how I remember to choose something different is like in my bathroom, I have sticky notes with the things that I want to choose on my mirror. So like every time I go in there and I have a pee or like I need to go brush my teeth, I can read that sticky note and I can be like, it reminds me, oh yeah, that's what, that's what I want to choose. That's what I'm choosing. 
Oh, that's so good. What's written on your sticky notes? Oh, there's a whole bunch. I mean, there's probably 12, but some of them that are like, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It's like, whatever, whatever resonates with you at the time, I think like these, the, the quotes or whatever it is that you see, or you feel, or you hear that like, you're like, yeah, that's what I want to choose. So like some of them for me right now would be like, I like choose the light, like I am light and surrender. So surrender for me is like a really important one because I have a tendency to want to control things like to control the outcome and, and have control over my life and how that looks, you know, like we've moved like three times in the last year because life has given us different opportunities and I and my controlling self would very much like to stay in one place. And that's just not how our life looks at the time. So when I can surrender to that and remind myself that I'm choosing to surrender that ultimate radical acceptance of everything in its perfect unfoldment is what I'm choosing and the sticky note just reminds me of all of that that's like that the story the um the tale of the two wolves inside you isn't it you know there's two two wolves in a state of battle within you at all times in each moment you know one is the wolf of love and light and hope and joy and the other is the wolf of anger and fear and those more negative type emotions and in this battle which wolf will win and it's the one you feed And so feeding a wolf comes from your attention. What are you giving your attention to? Because um, uh, my, I only have one sticky note, it's written on a whiteboard uh, and mine says, what, where are you placing your attention right now? Because attention equals energy. And so I'm trying to become aware, like if I'm pouring my attention into feeling not great about something or if I'm pouring my attention into a YouTube video what is that YouTube video like what am I giving my energy to right now yeah that's really important to remember too because I think like especially with like life in the world in general right now is there's so much information that we can consume on a daily basis on a like minute second by second basis we can be consuming so much information which may be true and may not be true but if we give our attention to it and we believe in it it then becomes our reality so it's yeah that's so important to just keep reminding yourself and is it helpful or is it unhelpful so I think just really being aware you know where where attention goes energy flows and so where are you flowing your energy yeah because we have to remember how many thoughts do we have a day I can't remember exactly how many 20,000 yeah and and how many of those are reoccurring thoughts? 98%. <laughs> so it's really important to pay attention to what your thoughts are. And if you can be very conscious, if the thoughts are negative or they are you know, not going in a direction that you want them to be going, how can we choose different thoughts? How can we choose different thoughts? I think for me, it, it really is like, I'm really having fun with this choose something different game uh, because I'm just doing like, 
very random things. Like I'm like, I'm not a hugely clean person, but I, instead of scrolling Facebook, I have chosen to do the washing up or instead of watching the news, I have chosen to do a ballet lesson on YouTube. <laughs> so um, I've just, I'm really just choosing very random things instead of what I would normally do. And I, you know, I think I'm getting slightly different results in my life in terms of how I'm feeling and how my relationship relationship is going and it's kind of fun like it can be something very off the wall and random um but choose something different and and see what happens yeah and I think that like I think that's how they say like we rewire neural pathways you know is we're making a new connection and that what is that new connection it, we're always rebuilding new neural pathways and new connections in the brain right and the, or we're strengthening ones that or we we're are strengthening old ones, you know, neurons that fire together, wire together. Yeah. Joe Dispenza. Um, and a lot of his work and I've got a lot, I've got a, a lot um, from his work and just, I think that also ultimately choosing fun and joy or love those newer neural pathways for me are the ones that I want to strengthen so yeah, choosing things that give you that feeling, you know, when you did that dance class, you probably felt some joy and some curiosity and some play and those, those felt feet very that- uncoordinated. <laughs> Hats off to ballerinas. They're amazing. Um, yes, it was super fun and I really enjoyed it. And I think it's like, you know, we've got to think about our brain or, you know, the highways of our brain. Like um, I think of like a really old fashioned like wagon wheel going down a road. And the more times the wheel goes down this road, it carves out a rut within the road. Um, so much so that the wheel just automatically drops into the rut. Yeah. We automatically go into these habitual ways of being ways of doing, um, ways of thinking. Um, and we don't even notice it's happening and cause we're just, we've just dropped in and we're in the rut. And so it can be challenging at first to carve out a new pathway because, you know, the temptation is for the wheel to drop into the rut, the habitual reactions, the habitual ways of thinking so you've got to really be conscious and aware of what you're choosing within each moment to start to carve out a new a new rut or a new neural pathway yeah and how do we like how do you do that it all starts with awareness doesn't it like you you don't know that you're being taken for a ride by your thoughts yeah. unless you're first aware that there is a ride <laughs> you can't how do you become, how do you become aware <laughs> by sitting quietly isn't it it's all it's just a muscle like anything else so yeah you can't choose to hop off the ride unless you notice you've been taken for a ride yeah and I think you have to become curious Ooh, yes I heard something really interesting about this this week actually it was about you can't be in a state of fear when you're in a state of curiosity so curiosity gives this sense of beginner's mind of openness open to different possibilities um, rather than becoming very narrow focused and set in one way of doing or being or thinking if you come at things with this sense of interested curiosity it all automatically opens you up and sh can shift you from a state of fear or anxiety yeah yeah there's a latin word for curiosity and i know that there's a lot more information on this thing but just what you said is like you can actually feel the difference when you go into like righteous like yep this is truth this is the only way this is what happens like there's this very like 
closed, like almost like really defeated feeling because like there's no other way if that's what you believe. But then the minute you drop into curiosity, it's like doors fly wide open. You know, it's like what's possible now. It's yeah, there's a quote about that, like in the mind of the expert, there is very little room for possibility so the idea that when you're very knowledgeable about something or you're very shall we say stuck in a particular way of being that's it and you don't really see any other way of doing things or thinking about things where when somebody comes into something new like that idea of beginner's mind all those possibilities exist there are much more things open to you and we we can bring that idea what what would be good is to bring that idea into each moment because ultimately we have never experienced this moment ever before. It's never yeah. been exactly like this. This is a new moment to us. So we can choose to come into it like it's something completely new yeah. or we can come out, come into it filled with ideas and concepts and ways of being from the past. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I drive my husband crazy sometimes because I literally, no matter what it is, what circumstance in life, I rarely take an answer to be absolute. Like, you know, say for example, just like a life example is when we first moved here and we were having our baby, I didn't have Medicare. And we went, we went to the Medicare, we went to the office, we talked to the experts and they were all like, no, this is not possible. And I was like, no, there's, there's a way. And just because I got curious about the system and I got curious about, you know, our circumstance was that I had an Australian husband and an Australian child already. And I was like, there's no way that that's the absolute answer. Like that can't be it. And to the point where like, my husband is like, I don't know how you create these possibilities. And now when I look at it, it's literally just being curious about other ways to do things. So I ended up getting the Medicare, but and and the Medicare experts didn't even know this loophole that I found, but I found it on a blog online because I was like, there's got to be other people that have been in my circumstance before. And I, I find it hard to believe that they would not support someone in my situation. And it turned out that they did have one and that it was a possibility from the curiosity. So I just love curiosity. So nice. It's that staying open. I know um, we've had him on the show before, but Panda, um, my Taoist teacher, he uh, teaches Tai Chi. And this, I, I think, is a very deep message. But every time the first move is to step one of your feet forward. And every time he always says, step out empty step out empty, step out empty. So you're not thinking about the move that comes after, you're not bringing anything from the past into this present moment. And I think that's a really beautiful message that we can try and bring into each moment of like stepping out empty into just whatever is possible. Yeah, I wonder if that would work, you know, if like you notice all of a sudden you get the awareness that you're in an old pattern. I wonder if you could then just use that because it's Tai Chi, right? It's a, a form of Tai Chi. Yeah. So I wonder, I'll, I'm going to be curious. And I'm next time I find myself in a pattern and I'm aware of it, I'm just literally going to step, try stepping out empty physically. Mm, try something to go do a ballet class. Try something <laughs> different. 
and it can be it can be something completely random as long as it's different to what you normally do or how you normally respond or how what you would normally say in a situation even if it's just asking yourself what kind of day am i choosing today <laughs> yes so when you see us please that's now the new question not hey how are you it's hey what kind of day are you choosing to have today well, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate your ongoing support. And if you ever feel like you want to reach out, please do so. We're on Instagram at Empowered by Choice, or you can send us a message on Facebook as well. Have a beautiful day and we'll see you next time.